Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And this week, we're talking about who's winning the AL West this year. The Chiefs, guys. The Chiefs. No, no, no. It's still the Chiefs. No, 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 no. It's baseball season. Most people still have the Astros winning it. Still, somehow, still the Chiefs. Still the Chiefs. Okay, funny enough, yeah, they got the Astros winning it. Most people, right? Are we? Are, we have not since there is nothing to talk about in wrestling. We're just going to talk about baseball all uh, podcast, right? So you're not even going to give the C-SPAN thing. Oh, the C-SPAN. You know what? C-SPAN. It's under advisement. Under advisement. You guys are missing out. Dude. You brought that into our, uh, you know advisement, and we're still thinking about it. I'm telling you, more exciting than any Marvel movie. C-SPAN 3. <laughs> better than Avengers Endgame, tell you that much. And better than Morbius, from what I understand. It is true, and I am better than <laughs> Morbius, because I'm your host, I'm your legend, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside yeah, facts. here facts. with the Pat Benatar of the No-So. Damn. <laughs> the Hoover State database. We're just starting oh. like that? <laughs> Corey oh. Mack. Damn. God damn. And I didn't do a roast. That wasn't ready. <laughs> I'm not happy with your badass behavior. I'm going to do one thing. I'm going to bring back the savior. That's all I got. Nice. Sorry, I've been like I've been like thinking about that for like 3 weeks today just call him Matt Benatar. Uh, I thought but- you were my broshi. Am I going to have to call Japan and get the toshi? Shit, cast her on the mic here. <laughs> but let's not forget about the ch- 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 chosen one mic. People. Hi Ria. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? So, okay, can I I live I lied. We have a lot to talk about. You liar. I know. You yeah. filthy liar. This past weekend was WrestleMania weekend. Mania. WrestleMania. Which we watched two nights. We watched, well, I watched over like 35 hours of wrestling and I'm like burnt. I don't got it in me, dude. That's the, that's the database saying it. I could not do what you did. I, I, I no got chance. it. Uh, that's what you got. No chance now? Um, we'll we'll cover all that. That's glory. I, I watched almost every uh, event from the GCW Collective. I missed one because of uh, which was it? I missed for the collective oh, because that, for the collective. Well, yeah. it's for the culture. Or for it? the culture. Sorry, oh, that says a lot. Mm, I knew that was. I knew that was going to be a thing. <laughs> yep. But uh, yep. it's because I saw Morbius and you've been hanging out with good old Jr. That's right, Jr. Um, but uh, well, don't you feel stupid now? That's the one I missed. Should have watched for the culture. I know. I yeah. Now <laughs> I do. Now I do. Uh, but I watched over thirty hours. I watched the clusterfuck that went to almost two a.m. our time. So, um, yeah, I'm like frazzled. Like going into WrestleMania, I'm like I, I'm just gonna zone and watch and count the minutes as I can stop watching wrestling for a bit. And what are we doing while we're recording? We're watching wrestling. So, Well, it's raw. I don't know if you want to call it wrestling. Well, I'm just it's, watching uh, the segments. It's, uh, I'm, it's, I'm just watching the segments. It's mimed choreography. So, how was your guys' WrestleMania weekend? Well, it was fine. I didn't watch 30 hours of wrestling. <laughs> I watched was, the big shows and then moved on. Mine was mentally taxing a bit. Yeah. Just for reasons not having anything to do with the wrestling. Yeah. But the wrestling was okay. It was, you know, it was fine. I, people, I enjoyed both nights of WrestleMania. I'll get this out of the way. Really? I enjoyed both nights. I did too. 
But I couldn't help but thinking, man, if you'd have just gotten rid of the the, the fat and gave you gave us one like four hour mania, a great card, right? It would have been far more memorable. Like, I think. I would say this: I enjoyed both nights. I think night one that we were going into was better. Was we were down on that one, but going into it, we're like, oh, this is gonna be the worst one. And then after night one, a buddy of mine texted going. Striker, the friend of the show, was like, wow, that's actually an entertaining night one. Totally. Is it sad to say you can go, all right, night two, try to beat that, like the NXT days, you know, right, main roster, try to beat that. Well, because night one had a surprise going for it, too, though. Yeah. Uh, We didn't know a couple things. We Well, one we were fairly sure of. It was a weak, weak nudge. Both we were fairly sure of. But there was one, I mean, it was in question. You know, could have gotten cold feet. Yeah, and the well, actually, both could have gotten cold feet. Got stone I'm, cold I keep feet. trying to differentiate between the two, but no, they both—they're actually very similar. Um, it was better. Um, night two's undercard was weak, and then we'll get to it. Okay, but let's. But hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey, you know what? We did the collective. I did. Was this a filibuster? There was the clusterfuck, but there was ROH. Did we start off with that one? Well, it was Friday night. You're right. I just, no, I forgot about it. So I got to go find Ring of That's fine. Um, which probably had the match of. Oh, it did. What the, the match of the weekend? I mean, match you of the watched weekend? 35 hours, you tell me, but I think it had the match of the weekend. Do you week. think it, in, in my mind it is. is Nothing it, beat it on WrestleMania, well, in my opinion. Agreed. In my mind it is. Is it in your eyes' maybe match of the year? No. So uh, for me it is. So I can't far. remember. Is there anything from earlier this year that any what AEW match you got to think? It about? would have to be AEW. Uh, Dog yeah. collar probably the only one that would come close. Yeah. Dog collar or Danielson versus oh you know what Page yeah you know what yeah something now I mean it was a very very good match but it's up there it's, it's in my top five for right now. It's in the top five. I'd have to yeah. think about it, but I mean it's in the it's in the short discussion. Yeah. But uh, ROH Supercard of Honor of Honor. I went back and watched uh, the hour one. Oh, yeah? I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> Blake Christian uh, and Colt Cabana went three. I went, I gave it two and three quarters. Yeah. What wasn't so good was AQA versus Miranda Lees. I gave it one and three quarters. The Shinobi Shadow Squad, which is an awesome name for a team. Eli Isom and the world-famous CB, or Cheeseburger. Uh... They oh yeah, they took on the gate, the gates of what the fuck's that team name? The gates of agony. The gates of agony, which is Khan and Toa Leona who won. That was two stars, and they are revealed as Tully Blanchard's new team, the Gates of Agony. And then Dalton Castle defeated Joe Hendry. I give it two and a half. It was your perfunctory pre-show match. It is what it is. The cards started off hot, though, when Swerve Strickland defeated Alex Zane at three and a half stars. The sick poison Rana from the ring apron to the floor. Swerve, we love your work. Can we not do that move ever again? That, that would actually be great. Then it was time to find out who Tully Blanchard's mystery man is as he took on Joe's favorite wrestler, Ninja Mac. It, is. it ended up being Brian Cage. Who no. pretty much squashed Ninja Mac to Joe Chagrin, two and a quarter stars. 
Joe thought about leaving. He did. You know what? I did. Yeah. He thought about just walking out. Um, Jay Lethal against Lee Moriarty. I forget who won. Who won the match? Uh, Moriarty, Jay right? Lethal. Jay Lethal. Lethal did. Okay. Yep. Uh, three and a half. I thought it was a good physical match. I love that new AEW signing, Jay Lethal. Still working in the ring of water. Right. In the baffling decision of the night, the interim Ring of Honor women's title match, uh, Mercedes Martinez uh, died and then beat Willow Nightingale to become the interim champion. It's not like the champion was like three blocks away or anything. Yeah, not at all. Or across the street. Who knows? <laughs> then, in my opinion, the match of the weekend, Dim Boys versus FTR. Boy, it's been, it's been hinted at since like last November. Yep. You'd think by now, overhype. There's no way they can match it. Motherfucker, they exceeded it. I went the full five. Full five, huh? As FTR won the titles from them boys. It'd be a great uh, four-day title reign for them. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be because them bucks of youth hmm. done dare, showed up and uh, tried to cancel the party. And now they're going to face uh, FTR for the AAA and Rezing of Honor titles. On Dynamite this Wednesday. I have a sneaking suspicion you may be right, and that sucks. But doesn't change the fact that this match was phenomenal. And uh, I hope anybody with a pair of eyes and objectivity can look at this and realize these two teams are far and away better than the Young Bucks. Now, I'm not going to completely trash the Young Bucks. I still think they're a good team. They're capable of really good matches. Now, though, they like the smell of their own farts too much. They're too much in their own shit. And then they try to portray it off like they're joking in the yeah. sarcastic way. It's like, no, you're you're really doing that. They're getting 96 Shawn Michaels vibes from... They're guess. dressing like 96 That's Shawn That's what Mike. I'm getting from them is, you know, I'm the best ever. Deal with it. Is that... Uh, where would you rank that, that match with the rest of the great ROH matches from the past? It's up there. Like, that, I... I would love to show you guys some of the truly high-end, the best of the best of Ring of Honor. Some of the matches from this company physically blow away anything WWE's ever done. Uh, the except, You would have to get a Shawn Michaels in his absolute prime against AJ Styles in his absolute prime to get the level of some of the work rate in some of these matches. We're talking the early years with Joe and Danielson and, and Styles and... Austin Aries and Strong and those guys were just Nigel McGinnis. Bunk. Yeah, go on. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I was playing a bit there, Joe. Oh, that is, this is not visual. Sorry, yeah, buddy. Too they, they no one listens up. to this fucking podcast anyway. Um, so, uh, it's up there. There's been some truly great tag matches with the Briscoes and the Kings of Wrestling and Steen and Generico and Generation Next and go on and on. So yeah, it's up there. It's definitely up there. And it's uh, probably better than Ring of Honor will give us for the rest of the year considering, I mean, it's still such a question mark as to what Ring of Honor is even going to be. Who knows? Any, he, um, he wants to do TV, but say, have they go? announced anything? Nothing. Like when they might try and no, he's relaunch. been talking now that uh, kind of like NXT, you might see like a Ring of Honor show the night before a big AEW pay per view. 
make a weekend out of it. That makes sense. Which is probably not the worst idea in the world. Production cost is already there. Yeah, and and then you get get two gates out of one. So, I mean, not a bad idea. Moving forward, Rhett Titus defended the television title against Minoru Suzuki and in a... It was somewhat surprising, but kind of not as well, that Minoru Suzuki won because he's not a Ring of Honor dude. But then again, I couldn't see Titus beating him, so... Maybe I wasn't surprised, but was surprised at the same time. Nah, it was two and a half stars. Josh the Goods Woods defended the pure title against Wheeler Yuta. Yuta uh, with the somewhat surprise win. I gave it three stars. He's having a week. He's having a good week. Can't get, can't get away from that. I struggled with what to rate this next match because I really did like it, but I wasn't floored by it. So, in the match to unify... The Ring of Honor titles. Jonathan Gresham defeated... uh, So how did they put it? Interim champion Jonathan Gresham defeated lineal champion Bandito. Winner takes all. To unify the belts. I gave it a flat four. That is a straight up uh, boxing reasoning. That was boxing boxing? reasoning. Yeah. Yeah, It's boxing. Uh, One of the funny things I saw today... Is the uh, FTR posting? They posted since they're they're they have now the old mm-hmm. ROH tag titles. They posted a photo of them holding the wearing the belts backwards above the trunk, saying FTR and the ROH logo. And the, he said, "We're the real ass boys." And Danhausen's like, "Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> is this true?" And then he's like, "We're talking about it on your show, aka his vlog." Have I been wrong about this? Uh, yeah. And before we forget, Jay Lethal turns heel. And Samoa Joe returns. Oh, yeah, that, that also happened to be that, that, that guy. So, I mean, and you've set up Gresham, Joe, and Moriarty as your three top faces. Yep. And Lethal as your big heel. Yep. Samoa Joe, probably a heel sooner rather than later. In the be long my run. guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that was a memorable night. Good show. Uh, much better than I thought. It we, would be. I, we, it was that crazy thing because we're like, when's best commentary of the weekend? Yeah, best commentary by far of the weekend. Yeah, yep. <laughs> shout out to Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman. Jesus, uh, FTR and Dem Boys went nine, and then later on in the night, um, Dem minutes, Bo- huh? That minutes? was only nine minutes. No, they went ninth. Oh, ninth, ninth. Like said, nine I was like, nine minutes? That, no way, that was nine minutes. <laughs> that, that was, the, it was 27. It was okay. the longest match. That, that, was, that was nine action-packed fucking minutes. It was the longest. Was action-packed action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they went ninth, and then Dem Boys went to... Uh, Impact. Was it Impact? Yes. Multiverse. The G's, yeah, it was Impact. I, uh, my mind is since... And they faced Hernandez and Loki. No, that was GCW earlier. No, the night before. Night or at no. last no okay so the impact match was between then yeah because that was second yeah and and all and you joke but in all that's a smart move to good brothers you're just gonna forearm me brother me that's what it was get through the match with a, give the people the match but not really do what you did with FTR you recoup a little recharge the batteries and go on did to they, the uh, garbage on. show did they wrestle three times yeah because they faced Loki and Hernandez that night. And then they started uh, low key, and Hernandez got into it with a fan. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Shocking. So, so yeah, it'd be three matches that night, though. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that match was the night before. 
No, because uh, Jay had his... uh, He had tape on his forehead. Okay. And he was bleeding. But yeah, they... Yeah. It sucks the Briscoes can't be in AEW. God, that sucks. Uh, Impact wants them now, looks like. Yeah, and they're... I mean, they're going to get them, too. Where else are they going to go? Yeah. They don't have another option. (laughs) It's not like GCW can pay them what they deserve, so fucking... Yeah, it looks like Impact's going to get them. So then we move on to Saturday morning for NXT Stand and Deliver, and it stand and did nothing for me. I watched it and... Weren't you watching two shows at once? I was. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, watching the collective at the same time. Yeah. It was... I think it was Effie's Gay Brunch at the same time. I mean, pick a winner there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I had Stand and Deliver, but I had a... I flip had a, a coin. Um, yeah, flip a coin, I, I had, guess. I had NXT on my iPad, but I had the AirPod in, so I was listening. And it got to the point, watching it, for me going... I had no interest in watching this show. I have no idea what happened. I, I know that... Um, your new NXT champion, Braun Breaker, lost his NXT championship. <laughs> oh, he already lost it a month ago. And he, he, he didn't even get pinned for that loss. Uh, but it's like that thing uh, of the fact of watching it going, this isn't the NXT of past. With a with a live audience. Yeah, this is better, pal. Like, this looked like this was the Thunderdome in live person. Does everything. Anyway, and uh, yeah. it just it felt flat for me. The crowd was into it here and there, but uh, there was no "This is NXT" chant. There was none of that. Shit's no. dead, Joe. I know that shit is dead. Because they'd be lying. It's not the NXT. black and gold and everything that came with it is as dead as WCW. Yeah, it ain't ever coming back. This is their yeah. vision. They love it. They think it's great. The most upsetting thing to me, and I can't believe this, but it's apparently true, is that USA Network is. Happy with the ratings NXT gets? They're so, better than Raw, brother. I mean, <laughs> no, it gets like 600,000. It's not doing great. But the, the truth is, it's not doing much worse than the black and gold was that last year. I mean, it's, it's not like they made a huge fucking mistake. I mean, they just really need it to be on par with Burn Notice reruns. Because they don't pay shit for production, so it's just it's all cake for them. True. So, and honestly, I I thought I I thought really hard about this. They did need a change in NXT. It was stale. I'm not sure this is the direction I would have yeah. necessarily thought to go with the, you know, Nickelodeon neon paint splatter shit and the. Complete reliance on guys who've got less than 10 matches between them. But, you know, hey, that's why I don't run the place. <laughs> You're not the face that runs the place? I'm not. It's that old fucker right there. So I guess it started off, I guess. I watched it. So I started off with a five-person ladder match for the uh, yeah. North American uh, title. It's called a fight of five ways, sir. Oh, I forgot. It was a kickoff match. Yeah, and the, I did watch it, the too. Re, uh, re-reunited... Best friends of Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai that re, uh, reunited Wednesday, Tuesday of this past week mm-hmm. to get a title shot for Saturday, and they beat Toxic Attraction. Uh, I forgot because Grapple didn't uh, put that in for me to write. They, it's like they, they decided now Grapple that, was like, nah, we that kickoff can fuck yeah. off. They just didn't even bother. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't great. I, I probably would have given it like, you know, two and a half. Um, they lost because they were distracted by Wendy Chu attempting to sleep. 
She hit, uh, I forget which one's which, Gigi, Gigi, with a pillow and then threw her Fanta in her face. And then mm. they pinned the other one and won the title. So, yeah. Dakota Kai never going to the main roster. I did hear a rumor, though. I heard a juicy rumor. No names named. But someone said, point blank, look, if someone's been in NXT for fucking ever and not moving up, it's because of their vaccination status and what they refuse to do. Mm. Take that for what you will with whoever you want to take it with. Again, no names were named. But All right. Five-person North American. five-way. Yep. For the North American title is Carmelo Hayes, defends against Cameron Grimes, Grayson Waller, Santos Escobar, and Solo Sokoa, who you forget was even in the match, really. I mean, he might have had one or two moves, but really, he was pretty fucking insignificant. MIA? Yeah, just there. Uh Grayson Waller did the dumbest, oh, nice try, the dumbest fucking high spot that even Jeff Hardy would be like, dude, that's, no, I'm not doing that. When they had two ladders between the apron and the uh, barricade, (coughs) then he gets on the Jeff Hardy ladder that's like twice as long as any other one, gets on the exact top of it, and then does... An elbow drop. The guy misses. It. The guy moves. He obliterates the first ladder. Hits his arm awkward on the second one. Apparently, it's not broken though, which is amazing because it looked nasty as shit. Um, and Cameron Grimes was the big one, baby, for his, dead, the moon. For his dead dad. What? That's the storyline. It's true too. His dad did die a couple years ago, out of nowhere. Um, so he wins the North American title. Randy Orton did it. No. Randy Orton? No, he didn't kill him. <laughs> Was out of nowhere. Yeah, well, could have been. Anyway, um, yeah, new champ. I gave it three and uh, three quarters because there was a lot of high spots that were dangerous as shit. At least it had some action, but it's nothing you're going to really go back and never want to fucking see or see for the first time in your case. And then um, they did a video package for Tommaso Ciampa as a... Grandpappy Champ is going on to the main roster. Here he put over Tony D'Angelo on his way out. Tony D got at least a bit of a pop from the crowd. Didn't care so much about the match per se, but they liked the character. I gave it uh, three stars. Nothing terribly special. Just putting the young guy over. What happened here? There we go. Uh, Next match, tag team titles in a three-way Imperium defend against the Creed Brothers and MSK. This got kind of weird. One of the people I think got hurt on the outside. Then out of nowhere, MSK wins for a second time. You really thought the Creed Brothers were going to win the titles here, but... I didn't see anything of a... Yeah, I don't know. Note of, like... When we get to the Mania card, it's like, oh, this was actually going to happen, but changed because of injury. We didn't see anything for this match. This was, it was whatever. Yep. I gave it three and a quarter. It was all right. New champions again, MSK, are going to be, I mean, they're a good babyface team for all the uh, heels to chase, but you just did that story for like 10 months with them, so I'm a little confused as to why they won again, but whatever. Speaking of uh, multi-person matches, the next match was the Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Women's Championship. Debuted a new belt with the white strap and the rainbow behind the NXT. Um, 
Didn't really see that on the live show, but I saw a picture of it afterwards. It's cool looking. Uh, Mandy Rose defends against Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Um, if you listen to the crowd in this match, it should have been Kaylee Ray. That crowd was crazy for her. Cora Jade continues the fine wrestling tradition of being a skateboarder who doesn't know how to skateboard. Yep. Uh, she was brought to the ring by a whole bunch of actual skateboarders while she just ran holding her skateboard. Totally. <laughs> Somewhere John Laurinaitis was backstage proud as a peacock. God damn, that's <laughs> look at that skateboarder. Um, no shock here. Mandy Rose won to keep the title as uh, NXT 2.0 for a lot of uh, tenses and purposes. It's just uh, softcore porn uh, for men. And Mandy Ray Rose is at the forefront of that, and they don't seem to be wanting to change that anytime soon. So she keeps the belt. That's, that's adorable. At the annual mania, though. We'll get to that later. <laughs> and then in the most mystifying match of the night for me, or afternoon for me. Um, Say his real name. Walter. Thank you. Versus L.A. Knight. But you know what? I'm going to go against you, little Joe, and I'm going to explain to you why. Gunther defeated L.A. Knight. And I'll tell you why. Because that motherfucker's lost 60 to 70 pounds. He has. Put on muscle. Has new music. They even took the music away from him. Not cool. There is nothing on that dude that resembles Walter to me at all. They have successfully completely killed Walter. Not to the crowd, they haven't. I know the crowd wants Walter back Instant, instant But to me, it's not enough to just put the name back. I want him to gain the 60 pounds back, get that fucking music, and be Walter again. This motherfucker, you can't watch this match and tell me Walter's in that match. Because he's he's not. He's like legitimately half the size. He's working sports entertainment style now. Yeah. Like, it's like, man, they really broke him fucking down. There was no chops. Those checks must be great. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Checks must be great. So, yeah, in this case, I will call this guy Gunther because I didn't see Walter in the ring at all. Um L.A. Knight continues to astound me how this guy is the number one baby face in this. Guys, we got to get rid of the 40-year-old number number one baby face. I mean, maybe we should give an impact more respect than we do because every NXT guy for the last three years that has gotten monster over and actually made something of himself has been an impact guy. Whether it's MSK, it's L.A. Knight, it's Bobby Roode. These guys. What about Braun? uh, He wasn't in uh, impact, but. He hasn't really been put over either. It's a big deal. I mean, is he? <laughs> he was for two weeks, and then they just put him on the back burner again. And then they warmed him up two weeks ago because they put his dad in the Hall of Fame, and then boom. <laughs> you know, like... I mean, I guess in your sense you're right. They, they're pushing him like WWE pushes guys, but take that for what it's worth. I gave this a flat three, and I miss Walter. Main event, Dolph Ziggler defends the NXT title against Braun Breaker, who, again, brought a chainsaw out and cut the, cut the X, X in half. Yeah. I don't understand why this time, though. Oh, I get it, because he's going on to the main roster, where just tonight on Monday Night Raw, he won the NXT title from Dolph Ziggler, who, yes, spoiler, beats him on Saturday in what was a really underwhelming match. Um, even for Dolph standards. Mm-hmm. Like, Dolph yeah, can go still, usually. This was just an off morning, because again, it wasn't even at night. It's fucking morning. That's probably like, why. What two o'clock? Yeah. Uh, no, the main event probably got over around uh, started around twelve thirty. Yeah, because it was done at one, <sighs> three and a quarter. A real. I mean, I guess you can't say it. It doesn't hold up to the other takeovers because this wasn't a takeover. 
So I guess it didn't have to live up to that legacy. But whatever this is wasn't great. It's stand and delivered. Um, it's a premium live event. Yeah, it was not great. Sorry. I tried to bring some enthusiasm into that, but it just wasn't there. They're going to lose the tiles, by the way. It's the night after Mania. So. It's a six man, so they're not. Damn. <laughs> Play it? Oh. Joe's still keyed into Raw, man. I give you credit. They just showed it's a six man. <laughs> All right, so let's go to WrestleMania. As um, night one is Saturday night. Uh, starts off with the Usos defeating Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in six minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, the professionals in them of Rick Boogs picks up, picks up both Usos and then drops to one knee and rolls to the outside of the ring. He gets hurt. Uh, torn patella? It was the torn um, Hand, like quadricep patella. Yeah. And I got news for you, Joe. If he'd have been able to still stand up after doing so, I would salute that motherfucker because, goddamn, that's that's, that's Cause impressive. Because he, he did the Cena thing of trying to put both on top, and then it, he like, he went down. Everyone's like... Uh, Rick Boogs using off-brand steroids. They get the real shit. So here's my hot take on this. Um, sucks for Boogs because that's... I mean, because they're looking at an 18-month rehab for that one. What's McAfee going to do? I don't know. That that gimmick's dead. That dude, he gets, What's he Nakamura going to be doing? He's going back to fucking surfing every week. He'll just, I, bet he, I bet he'll make three appearances during that 18 months. I bet. Karen Call it now. Okay. Yeah. Mark, uh, save it for the notes, and yeah. we will uh, track that this. Shinsuke counter on the board. Shinsuke counter. That motherfucker's going to break. Let me put it on the whiteboard for you. <laughs> Good. When is Shinsuke count? Between them just not using him and him taking advantage of the fact that his meal ticket is now hurt. He ain't got to see that motherfucker again. Um, this was not a great way to start the show. It was not. <laughs> so, uh, I gave it a As according to the sheets, the Nakamura and Boogs were supposed to win. So, we move on to the next match. Let's see if well, we. Well, I'll give it two. Two? Yeah. Okay. So, let's see if uh, we can get the juices flowing for WrestleMania, guys. Hope so. Uh, Drew McIntyre, uh, McIntyre defeats Happy Corbin in eight minutes mm. and thirty-five seconds by cutting the ropes with well, his sword. After the match. So um, he uh, kicked out of End of Days. Yep. Not cool. Which killed Especially it for ends me. Anything that's left for Baron Corbin. So All right, it killed it for me. And then yeah, Rick's havoc with the ropes. And I, you know, I think it's it's his fault. What happened in the next match? It wasn't the ring crew's fault. I think that motherfucker was supposed to break through all three. And neglected to break the last one, so they didn't even bother to look at it when they put the other two on and fixed it, you know? That's why shit was all fucked up, because he didn't finish his job. I mean, I'm all for blowing Drew McIntyre, because he sucks. So. But, like, it's Fine two and it. a half, and it's this is not a WrestleMania so far. It feels kind of like a SmackDown. All right, so you would think we would do something that we could uh, stall for oh, time. Hold on, hold on. By the way, I just want to say that uh, Happy Corbin was was accompanied to the ring by the Andrew the Giant Memorial oh, yeah. Battle Royal winner, Giant winner. Uh, Matt Cat Moss. Yeah. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Um, so, hey, let's stall, right? Maybe cut it to a promo backstage. Nah, fuck it. Let's get to the let's bro- let's get to Mysterio's music. The Mysterio's <laughs> come out as the ring crew is still. Well, hey, at least you wanted the crowd to pick up. At least picked up here. The Mysterio's yeah. come out. Ray wants to do his promo, his, uh, his, uh, his taunt, you know, his little 
uh, reaction in the corner. However, they're still tightening the rope, so he barely does. And then, so our next match is the Mysterios versus Miz and Logan Paul. And then we notice something, and that none of us couldn't keep our eyes off, is that the bottom left turnbuckle... Well, the whole bottom turnbuckle. Yeah. yeah. Was a smidge out. Oh, yeah, like it has six inches out on the bottom, all on all sides. Um, first of all, we should have known Cody was coming later in the night. Spoiler, because uh, Dominic Mysterio dressed like his tattoo. America. Oh, so, yeah. we, so we should have known. Uh, that's a spoiler. Or what did he really dress like? Uh, as Eddie Guerrero, as a Los Gringos Locos. There it is. Uh, his actual daddy. Um, there it is. Miz and Logan Paul hmm. defeat the uh, Mysterios. Talent-wise, it might be Chavo. 11 <laughs> minutes and 15 seconds. At least this was fun. It was fun. Like, uh, Logan Paul obviously took it seriously. Best work in the match. Obviously a fan of the stuff. Um, did take it seriously. Great Bulldog power slam. I don't get the visceral hatred because, like, in my world, the Pauls don't mean jack shit. But he's obviously talented and takes it seriously and did a good job. He was an athlete. Yeah. I mean, I got no complaints about it. He was good. He did the Three Amigos. He <laughs> kind of did the Eddie Shimmy, but he did the Frog Splash. I'm a little pissed at him because he made me watch a Dominic Mysterio match. But well, you know, he you didn't know. he didn't book it, brother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> and then old tired ass Miz is in there too, so that didn't help. But overall, it was an enjoyable match. The crowd started was up and going now. So let's go to our next match for the oh, Raw. Oh, what'd you give it? What'd you give it? I give it three and a half. He doesn't care about your game, Corey. Mo- I, I know, but mostly about Logan Paul, too, to be fair. What, hold on. So I told you guys that he was going to be the best part of that match. Nobody disagrees with you, though. I, uh, I, it's the reason I marked it out for it. I thought it'd be really entertaining. I think I, I, have, semi uh, made, I, I semi-did for Logan Paul to see how you do. When they started, when the Paul brothers started their boxing thing, believe me, I was like, what the fuck are we doing, right? I mean, I shit all over it. And every time I watch them, I'm like, man, they fucking take their shit seriously. Like, you can say what you want about them personally, and they suck as human beings, but they take the shit fucking serious. I still couldn't mark out, though, because as great of a job as he did, he, he alone could not overcome the fact that Dominic Mysterio and The Miz were in the match for me. Ray did Ray things, and it's just once again. I mean, again, Ray we- was perfectly adequate. He didn't do anything great, but he didn't shit the bed like But it's that Dominic process thing. again. In fact, like Ray's what? 47 47 doing that stuff in all fairness if Dominic just fucking went to Mexico for three years and came back he'd probably be fucking awesome I thought I thought I honestly thought Dominic would come out wearing a mask you know it's like that Wrestlemania thing of they wear something different like their attires I'm like oh well Dom's gonna wear the mask from what I understand I guess it's a storyline because I don't watch Raw so I don't know but I guess it's a storyline that uh, you know he's got to earn. And this is true in Lucha. Yeah. You got to earn the the right to wear the mask from the family. You can't just fucking start your career as a fucking Mysterio. Yeah. So he's never going to wear the mask. Then I mean, like Ray so he's Mysterio. Never gonna earn it. <laughs> Checks out. Famously, Ray Mysterio Jr. was El Calibre, the fucking hummingbird, for the first two years of his fucking career. And then he finally, his uncle was like, "All right, you're good enough now." For wait until he's good enough. Yeah, we'll never see Dominic in a mask. <laughs> Let's go to our next match, the second longest match of. WrestleMania Night One for the Raw Women's Championship. Second best match of Night One. Bianca Belair defeats Becky Lynch to win the Women's Raw Women's Championship. Uh, This was a good match. Mm -hmm. This was just flat out good. Um, Should have been the main event. Should have. Well, I mean, should have. Should have been the main event women's match. Yes. 
Flip them. Um, because uh, this had everything that other match didn't, like athleticism and wrestling. Uh, wrestling. And star power. And a star power and, and, a, and a good story. The shit people cared about. <laughs> yeah, and a belt people cared about. Um, the haircut makes uh, Becky look like an 80s Coke binged uh, model. I was yep. looking for Lulu Dallas, multi pass <laughs> gear. Uh, Bianca's the real deal. I've always said she's incredibly talented at what she does. She, I like the, uh, the, the entrance with the drum line. Yeah. Um, again, I didn't think about this. I should have. Uh, but representation matters. Like, people on fucking Twitter were attacking each other over it. The gasp, um, you don't say. Am I the only one who just doesn't think of race 24-7? No. Like, <laughs> I thought it was a cool entrance. I didn't think a second about the representation. Not, I mean, is that wrong of me? Should I? No. No. You but shouldn't. It's wrestling. Sure. You're supposed to be an escape from reality. I'm always afraid of I'm not woke enough, you know? Like, just by being neutral. I don't think you're neutral. Hmm? I don't think you're neutral. No? No. <laughs> well, that, I'm not as... Well, I'm definitely not racist, but I'm not as... As I could be either, you know what I mean? Like, but I get it. It was a cool uh, gimmick, though, and she looked awesome, and that and she creates all of her own fucking gear, and it looked fucking badass. It looked good. Becky planted her in the eye yeah, with we the see heel of her shoe. The black eye. Ooh. <laughs> the slow-mo of that was gruesome. I mean, I just thought, like, luckily, she wasn't wearing, like, those Trish platform shoes that Trish wore. Mm-hmm. Bianca would have lost an eye. Whew. It was terrible looking. It was, I think, it was. She looked pretty good tonight. Yeah. The eye swollen down a little bit. I mean, makeup could do a, a lot of favors to you. But she just walked around it, frozen peas on her face what, all day. What, as before we move on, uh, Corey, what did you give it? I give this four stars. I thought what, this was really good. What did you think of the storytelling of the fact that we went from SummerSlam to here? And the idea is that she lost in 34 seconds in uh, SummerSlam. And now we go to WrestleMania and, you know, vice versa. I in thought 18, it was uh, 19 shit. minutes. I thought it was shit storytelling. Yeah. I'll explain why. It would have been a good story if they had had a complete feud for that entire time. Instead of Becky embarrasses her, then beats her again real quick on Raw in August, and then you just forget about it until February, and then pick up the story again. That's shitty storytelling. Also shitty with the Rumble. Yeah, that's shitty story. would have accomplished that, too. If you were going to have Becky like needle her for the entire time, have it to where Bianca almost gets a title shot, but Becky does whatever to get someone else a shot, where she's ducking her and won't give her the time. Yeah, like, really? Fuck Ronda. Bianca should have won this fucking Rumble for the second year in a row. Yep. So that way, Becky couldn't couldn't evade her. He couldn't get out of it. She was cornered, and then she wins this match. That's really good storytelling. This is just typical WWE storytelling, where they have a good beginning, or in their eyes, a good beginning. I don't really think squashing her in uh, 30 seconds was a good beginning. But they did. But they just do chapter one. Then they throw the book away. Then they buy a new copy of the book eight months later and go straight to the last chapter. That's WWE storytelling. Uh, so awesome. But the women were talented enough to overcome shitty storytelling. Yep. Uh, let's go to our next match, as it was Seth freaking Rollins taking on a a opponent for the, picked by one. The worst kept mystery in wrestling. By one uh, by one mystery man, as uh, he Vince would pick him, pick the guy once Seth's in the ring, and it turns out to be one Cody Rhodes. Crowd wanted it, man. You say mystery man. I kind of wish it was. 
Kind of wish you'd have wrestled Hank Azaria's character from Mystery Men now. Well, it was it was vacant with a uh, Cody Rhodes replica tattoo on and his the, neck. Hold on. The best tweet of the week was uh, WWE va- uh, vacant saying, uh, you know, I took your title in 2015. Now I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, the crowd was hot for Cody. Adrenaline. That familiar music hit. That familiar rising up from the ashes bit hit. What? Have, someone brought this. Like I saw a tweet. It's like Kingdom. The song mm-hmm. has been played in a ROH, New Japan, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. AEW, and now WWE. Defy. Definitely, mm-hmm. probably Japan. I mean, that's pretty uh, an impact. So yeah, all of them. <laughs> in fact, yeah, Cody Rhodes in 2016 was the first guy. To appear uh, at WrestleMania, Wrestle King in a twelve month span, he did mm-hmm. WrestleMania, Bound for Glory, Wrestle Kingdom, Final Battle, and something else. And all in? Uh, no, 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 was like, like two years later. So he's the first guy in history to do like all four or five major shows for those companies in a twelve month span. Mm-hmm. Um, this was surreal. You, we had heard that he was going to come back theoretically with his. AEW presentation intact, but you know, I mean, how many times has Vince allowed a character to keep everything uh, from an? I mean, AJ, different music. That's true. I mean, we're talking everything. Yeah, that's true. Everything you saw on Dynamite was there on well, WrestleMania. Well, at least he kept AJ. Got everything but the theme. Yeah. While Cody got everything. I mean, they even made Ric Flair change when he came in '91. He was not the nature boy, nope. and he was not able to wear custom uh, suits, which is weird to me. He either had to wear his robe or a Cosby sweater. Vince would not let him wear the well, full-on nice It makes jacket. sense Vince would like Cosby sweaters. Yeah, that's somewhere. actually... You're damn right about that. Um, this... I struggled with this, believe it or not. I need to rewatch it. It was a really good match. I can't fault anything in the match. They both performed... I'll put it this way. They both performed up to their level. It's because you don't care about either of them. You know, that's not wrong. That's not wrong. Because, I mean, a a smarky person would just be like, oh, fuck it. There was nothing wrong with this match. It was performed to the best of these guys' abilities. They did fine. It was exactly a WWE WrestleMania match. Um, I ended up going three and a half. That's probably as far as I can go. It was uncharacteristically physical mm-hmm. for a WWE WrestleMania match. Seth Rollins, I mean, Cody Rhodes looked like he'd been in a fight when that match was over. Uh, swollen <laughs> forehead, uh, scratched back, bruises everywhere. I might have been from the uh, the outfit Seth was wearing because apparently Seth decided to wear the outfit Becky decided not to wear. It looked like she had two outfits in mind. She chose the one, and he's going, well, fuck, I'll take the other. It was an interesting fucking outfit. Um, it was good. It was good. I I, I felt like I just, need, I just need to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, I probably need to rewatch this match. It sounds like everything we loved about him showing up, they changed and ruined on Raw. So it's, oh, that's, eh. all, that's, that's about part of the Well, that's fun. That's, that's cool there. That's your positively. Next uh, match. Uh, for- it's, uh, whatever. It's, uh, Let's move on. Uh, next match, the SmackDown. Charlotte Flair defeats Ronda, which we thought Ronda was going to win. Yeah, this match sucked. Yeah, it was terrible. I'm uh, probably 
Probably going to get some flack for being a little... Generous? Uh, no. no. I don't think you'll... I do not think you'll accuse me of being generous. I went one and a half stars. Damn. I thought this was terrible. Damn. Rhonda looks uninterested and worse, unprofessional. She just so clearly wants nothing to do with professional wrestling at this point. Go home. Refuse to work. Do us all a favor. You suck. You're a trash human being. You almost, almost made me do the unthinkable for me, and that's root for Charlotte Flair. I couldn't bring myself to do it because she's trash as well. She's overrated as fuck. And we got a nip slip because she can't wear gear that fucking fits her. I don't know, use some of that fucking tape all the rest of them use. I don't see tits popping out in any other goddamn match. But it's a common occurrence in a Charlotte Flair match. I wonder if that's on purpose. Probably. Hmm. Anything to keep your name at the top of the list. Anything to make Ric Flair happy. No, anything to make Vince happy. Hey, man, Ric Flair, that's the greatest wrestling, women's wrestling match I've well, ever seen. Because he's never seen a women's match that doesn't involve his daughter. That's true. As I tweeted oh. um, to him, uh, it wasn't the best one that night, fuck her. Yeah, I mean, there was a one. <laughs> I mean, I gave this a star and a half. The other one I gave four. You're right. This is the greatest women's match of all time. Of all time. For over 50 um, years. I'm, definitely the best Charlotte Ronda match on WrestleMania. I'm glad that Ronda I lost. Won. However, I'm sad Charlotte won. Yeah. I'm in a weird paradox. I asked you, I was like, because somebody has to win. Who the fuck do you want to win? Neither. And, yeah. It was, a weird vortex of... They both spontaneously combust in the middle of the ring would have been fine with me. Less said about the better. I'm All right, move shit. on. Uh, so we have the KO show with one Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. As uh, Owens decides, hey, I want a no-holds-barred match with you, one Stone Cold. And we do. We get one. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold defeats Kevin Owens in 13 minutes, almost 14 minutes. You, you can't deny the crowd pop. You can't deny the crowd wanted it. It was what they wanted. It was their WrestleMania moment. They fucked up. And I'm pretty sure that the theory going around, which isn't exactly a hard theory to mm-hmm. come up with. I mean, I came up with it, and other people on Twitter did as well, is that they likely didn't uh, announce a match because Steve didn't want to put that unrealistic expectation on himself for the crowd. Uh, not knowing if he could do it or not. And to be honest, he looked a little stiff at first they took that first bump, and then when he didn't die from that first bump, it was kind of like, a, oh, okay, I can do this again. And then as I pointed out, um, well, if you're not sure, then don't do the match. Don't agree to it. Well, they wanted him. They gave him a forkload of money, I'm sure. And uh, they ended up having the match. I am very happy for Kevin Owens, who is favorite wrestler mm-hmm. of all time was Stone Cold Steve Austin. To and I love the story that Kevin Owens or Steen went to WrestleMania in 2014 mm-hmm. in New Orleans on his own dime, sat in the nosebleeds, way up top, and made a promise to himself that he would never go to another Mania until it was on WWE's dime. And the next year he was there, not as a wrestler but just watching, but signed to WWE. Mm-hmm. And then eight years later, of all things, he's main eventing. A WrestleMania with his idol, who hasn't wrestled a match in 19 years, so, but who trusts you to have a match with. I uh, First time I ever saw Kevin Steen, Joe, it was on WrestleMania weekend. It was Super Card of Honor. It was a Ring of Honor show. <laughs> and I was like, 
This dude will never be on WWE. <laughs> and to be fair, that dude is not on WWE. Yeah. That no. is not who's there. You know how I said Gunther doesn't remind me of anything of Walter? <laughs> <laughs> this is not Kevin Steen. But how crazy is it that, right? So I went from that dude will never be on WWE to, a, you know, quote unquote, that guy main, to main eventing a WrestleMania was Tone Cold Steve Austin. That's a crazy ass story. That's awesome. You guys didn't expect him to be the guy to be, hey, who can we send out to protect someone? Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, you know? I retweeted it. That night, somebody said that it's it's surreal to them that Kevin Owens is Vince McMahon's present-day Tito Santana, Sean Waltman, like... Mm -hmm. You want you want to see if somebody has anything, or if you want to send someone out to protect somebody, it's Kevin Owens you put in that shot. Yeah, and nobody would have thought he would be that guy, but yet there he is. Although, honestly, we probably should have right. So, because in retrospect, he got pushed in NXT really quickly. He got hard, and he made his debut against John Cena. And won. you don't just do that, and, right? And when so yeah. back then somebody had something in him. I just figured that had to be Hunter. I mean, because I mean, maybe look at the physique yeah. and the way he dressed. Uh, you'd have to think the first time Vince took a look at him, it was like, what it's, the it's, fuck? He's wearing the gear that he wears in, still now, gym shorts and mm. a cut sleeveless his t-shirt. T-shirt. It was the one that was the colorful one, right? Uh, the Kevin Owens shirt that he was wearing? Not, not the one night. when he debuted was the Kevin o- KO no, 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 at Mania. Yeah, it was yeah. WrestleMania 6? Yeah, it was the KO Mania 6. So yeah. apparently... Uh, People on Twitter said that in his shirt it says trans rights. It Does physically it? says trans awesome. rights in the shirt. Really? I wouldn't surprise me because Kevin I saw on Twitter a bunch. Because Kevin Owens is a. Let me look that up. And if one thing, Kevin Owens is a good dude. Yeah. That's what makes Kevin Steen so fun. Yeah, I didn't verify, but that's why I saw it Isn't multiple that funny? times. That's what makes Kevin Steen so fun in retrospect. Is Kevin Owens is everything he looks to be a family man mm-hmm. who's open minded and likes people, and then. There's Kevin Steen. Like, Austin was taking suplexes on the concrete. Like, he took bumps, which I was not expecting. No. I My mouth was open when he took that suplex on the concrete. I mean, he looks stiff as hell. I mean, his, it's clearly not easy for him to do any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, mean, you know, the kicks don't, they're not what they used to be. The punches aren't what they used to be. As much as everybody likes to, you know, fantasy book, and this is a one and done. I would hope. I mean, come I on. I would hope. <laughs> I think he's smart enough too, like, because I think not only Vince, I think Steve knew. Okay, if I'm going to do this, what are you going to get out of it? Like, what are you? How are you going to top this? Go to Saudi and wrestle Vince for blood money, which Mm, he would do. Well, no, he's the only one who hasn't done it yet. Said the same thing about Sean. Eventually, there's too many zeros, and he loves living on that fucking ranch in Nevada and making his own beer. That's true. So he does like that. You know. I don't see Austin. You know what I'm surprised about, honestly? How's The Rock not done a Saudi show yet? He's been uh, he's gone he's gone over there nope. and had dinner with it's, people. It's um, politically not feasible, advisable right now to do a Saudi oh. show. But he went over in the last few years and had dinner with That's the kings a and all that shit. Business meeting oh that is not performing. I'm I'm telling you, there's a difference. Because <laughs> <laughs> when The Rock's president, he needs to make sure those oil pipelines are still greased. <laughs> I know, but God damn it. I mean, yeah. Are we going to have to hear that in the State of the Union address, how you only had $7? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 1,000 fucking percent. It, you, gotta give it, you have to give props. I think I'm going to mail him $7 so I'm going to go stick it up his fucking ass. 
Anyway, back to this. At the end, I gave it three and a half, actually. This was really dumb, good fun. I enjoyed it. And you can't tell me that. I mean, the crowd was fucking into it. Jesus crowd, Christ. He takes a suplex on the cement. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to us. We both have said that. I know, but I'm just <laughs> okay, saying, yeah. I'm giving him props okay. for taking yeah, that no, bump. He deserves it. He, I would, I'll be honest with you. If I've had his issues, and I'm coming back 20 years on, mm-hmm. I'm not taking any bumps. I'm going to be far more Hollywood Hogan than I'm going to be Steve Austin in terms of what I'm doing. Because entering last week, we were basically going, he ain't having a match. It will be a brawl. Brother, I'm wearing a weight belt. I'm taking it off, and I'm whipping him. That's what I'm doing. Brother. So props to him. Um, great moment. And you know what? Props to him, too, because he got to, not the win, but he got to go out and finish his story. Like, 19 was cool and all, losing to The Rock. But he didn't get to finish the story because it wasn't his, like, he had to quit. Yeah. He didn't want to. He had to. So it's always nice to be able to come back and maybe finish on a higher note and go the way you want to go. Because he brings up the, you know, his first win, last, first match in Dallas, last match. Yeah. Even though. Yeah, it fits. But overall, night one, enjoyable night. Uh, Surprising, enjoyable night going into it. Uh, Match got cut. Uh, New Day and <laughs> more uh, of that later. Fighting shenanigans. Should have uh, canceled Ronda and Charlotte. Uh, one cool thing, and it's I think the reason why it got cut is because of when Austin hits that comes out. It's at three sixteen at the timer, so that's a kind of a. I would like to think they did that on purpose. Probably not. But I don't know if they could actually hit it if they tried to. I don't know. Maybe they could. I, I think know. they did it on purpose. Spot. Yeah, you think he stretched? Owens well, because Owens did like, stretch a little. Because when Owen said, when he invited him out, like his music didn't hit for a while. He just stood there. That's yeah. true. Like, they were stretching time. So let's go to night two, shall we? Uh, we started off with a triple threat tag match. The Raw Tag Championships as RK Bro defeats the Street Profits in Alpha Academy to retain. It's... Uninspiring as the night one opener was, this was good, stupid fun to start a, a WrestleMania. Get the crowd into it. They love Randy and Riddle. Um, that serial rapist was at ringside. I mean, Olympic uh, NCAA champion was at ringside. And um, they mentioned him over and over again. He got to the, he got to drink with the boys. Ooh. Maybe not the best optics for a guy who... Well, I, allegedly, oh, we don't, I don't, I, could, I couldn't find it. Uh, allegedly. Um, Old white money cures a lot of things in this world. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> what'd you give it? Does it matter at this point? I, I gave it a three and a quarter. Three and a quarter is good. It's fine. I like Otis and Chad. I used to like Street Profits. Uh, yeah, they're and I think Montez has a huge upside as a singles dude, maybe, but with a different gimmick though. Like I don't think like. Of course, I said the same thing about Kofi and Biggie, and was right, but I don't think you could do this gimmick and be taken seriously as a big time star. Which, well, fortunately for Montez, well, he's the wrong skin color in that company, so that's pretty well, much get a token run. Pretty much going to be his Kofi. gimmick. Uh, next match, Bobby Lashley defeats Omos, Omos, Omos in a uh, Giant Gonzalez type match. Yeah, and I, it almost sucks. Um, 
He almost killed Lashley. How do you tag? How do you team with AJ for a year and you're still this bad? How not, is that possible? Not only that, but they had Hall how? and Nash in the performance center teaching that guy how to work like a big dude. I mean, fuck, man. How do you have the outsiders teaching you how to work big and you still suck at it? How is Greg Kelly like, damn, dog, you suck in the ring? <laughs> this was terrible. Lashley tried, and like I said, he almost killed Lashley. Yeah. The head back of the, the head. Goddamn, yeah. I mean, back God of the head. Damn. In the back of the head of the yeah, post. It's fucked up. He's dangerous. He sucks. Uh, at least Lashley won. This hopefully the almost push is done. I gave this a star and a half. Wow. Anything um, goes match. Johnny Knoxville defeats Sami Zayn. <laughs> Corey over here struggling with this match. <laughs> I think I finally figured out. I will say this. Like I've said a couple times since the match. For those who were into Jackass. That'd be me and Devin. And Joe. That'd be me and the paper bitch. Then this undoubtedly delivered. Oh, oh, the yeah. crowd got into it after all. They didn't start. They were not into it to begin. No, once they once they started doing the jackass stuff, then the crowd went crazy. I think it's until Wee Man showed up. Uh, Wee Man turned the corner. He was the high point of the match. For, I mean, mm-hmm. the crowd went apeshit for uh, Wee Man. Yeah, for those who enjoyed it, it undoubtedly hit everything it needed to do. It was good. I... F- I just didn't like it. His debut as second generation wrestler I, in the match. Oh yeah, he had the hand. Okay. Um, I thought it was no worse than your stupid comedy match on any other show or anything like that. You know, I've seen. It was no worse than the fucking mimosa match with Cassidy and Jericho. Or it was better whatever. than that. I think. Well, yeah, way more than that. I'm just saying, like, for those, like, types of matches. Like, it's, I mean, it's no worse than any of that stuff. It was, it was fine for people who like it. It just wasn't for me. I didn't grade it. I respect Sami Zayn a lot. He's worth every fucking penny they paid him on that new contract. I'll tell you that much. And I'm really happy for him, too. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I'm happy for the two of them. They, they fucking... You know what's like a bully ball to the nuts? They deserve all that money they got. Those are two <laughs> drastically different segments they were in, and, though. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. And I respect Johnny Knoxville, because at least he, he looked to take it seriously. You know, he, he learned to take some bumps. I got, none, I got nothing to complain about. It just wasn't for me. It just wasn't my shit. Oh, Devin and I were marking the fuck out. We were so happy about this match. I mean, everybody. I was the only one oh in the room who God. was like... I look like that old lady who smells a fart in church by the end of that thing. And everybody else in the room was like fucking having a great time. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. How do you guys think they did with their celebrities this year? I'm not counting McAfee, so Knoxville and Logan. I think they both crushed it. I mean, I think they both did exactly what was expected of them. I, you can't complain. I think they would both have, uh, would be better remembered if they didn't have two matches. Like if they didn't have one of each, if it was just Knoxville or just Logan Paul, I think it wouldn't have stood out more. Yeah, you know, you're, you're right Kind of like there. what Bad Bunny did last year, yeah, because, one match. Yeah. Earlier I said, man, if you had combined these two nights and cut the fat, this would have been a, a really memorable show. But then which one do you cut? You, then, honestly, then you probably cut Logan Paul because you, you, the Knoxville has been a better story. Yeah, like. you probably don't want both of these matches. But on Knoxville's been going since SummerSlam. Logan Paul. I'd say Knoxville's been going since SummerSlam. 
And I had a constant, not like the Becky Lynch way. Summerslam was a rumble. Sorry, rumble. That's oh, I was like, damn it, I could have. I just was I not remembering like five months. It was, of TV? Before, it was a rumble. Uh, yeah, you know. So yeah, you'd probably want to keep that one and not do the Logan. But they both worked, and they both did exactly what mm-hmm. they were they were meant to do. So you can you've got to think they're a home run. It was fun. Uh, next match, a fatal four-way for the women's raw, mm. the women's tag team championships as Sasha Banks and Naomi defeats Queen Zelina and Carmella, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and the Rad Tat tag team of Natalia and Shayna Baszler, and my queen, Rhea Ripley. This, this was not so fun. <laughs> well, part of it was fun. Yeah, uh, the match was, was terrible, but um, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Live for brutality. That's my dream tag team right now. Well, they're breaking up. But it has nothing to do with wrestling. We'll just think of the makeup sex. Yeah, exactly. So, Natalia. Let's talk Natalia for a minute. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Is she old, worse than almost? The, well, I can't say that. <laughs> but the ancient mariner of WWE here, Natalia, who is in a tag team for this show. Yep. Her entire gimmick is living off her Uncle Brett. Yep. Uh, her uh, her partner wearing pink. Natalia, for some reason, wearing blue. Because you know, you've got one gimmick, and that you want to be remembered by being Brett's niece. You wear the pink. Your Titantron is pink. Your fucking fifteen year career is pink. Your partner's wearing pink. Your dumbass is out here in blue. That's maybe. literally, at this point, that's literally all you bring to the show. Maybe she had pink underwear on. I don't know. I mean, maybe. But this was stupid. Um, the, I, I, I don't get the Carmella mask thing. I think it's one of the dumber things I've seen in wrestling, and that covers a lot of fucking ground over a lot of fucking companies. Um, Liv and Rhea looked good. They wrestled good. Sasha and Naomi were... A team. Uh, I don't hate Naomi. I I kind of think she's kind of getting to me. She's kind of getting Natalia disease, which is, and she's just been there so fucking long. Because yeah. somebody mentioned, I, I sent the text, you know, going back to the uh, NXT show, and Ziggler bringing up, like, this is his 18th WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, that's too many for Dolph. Though. That's way <laughs> too many. Like, yeah, it's just there's Naomi can still move miles better than Natalia, but she's been there so fucking long that it's just like, all right, you're you're in the same league now. Just off the TV. I don't know. Sasha, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Sasha deserves so much fucking better than what she's getting in this company. It's such a waste of Sasha. And I have never been the biggest no. Sasha stand, but she deserves so much more. It's a waste of her to be a tag team champion. Like, like we said it, it should have been Rhea and Sasha in a one-on-one match. Like, what the fuck are we doing? We have to include as many people as possible. You know what I miss? But you don't, because they're not pay-per-view powers. You, you actually don't, though. I miss the days where if you weren't over and you didn't have, like, a huge program, you didn't make the Mania card. Yep. It's all right. Maybe there's next year. Yeah, it gives you something to add. It gives you something to work towards. You know, they had six matches on WrestleMania 12. Not everybody got a cut match. It's just the way it is. Uh, what did you give it? Oh, yeah. Um, 
Two and a quarter. Yep. Uh, next match, Edge defeats AJ Styles in 24 minutes. The longest match of the night. Oh, Christ. I, I don't watch Raw, so I don't understand the new Edge thing. It's House of Edges, I'm going to call it. Okay. I just said, maybe it's cool. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you. He's the benchmark, buddy. Come on. <sighs> it's, he managed to, and I know AJ's 45 now, but it's funny. There's only three years difference between the two of them, but AJ wrestles like there's only 48. Yeah. Oh, my God. But they wrestle like AJ's 15 years younger than him. Jesus Christ. AJ had to slow down so much to have an current day edge theatrical masterpiece match. And edge doesn't exactly wrestle like a, or uh, sorry, AJ doesn't exactly wrestle like a lucha. No. He doesn't like go balls to the wall. He's not speedball Mike Bailey over here. Yeah, no, this is, this is like, he had to slow down from Shout W. Right. This is, this is AJ slowing down from WWE AJ. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And it still sucked. Um, yeah. I gave it three and a quarter. Um, that high, huh? Wow. I'm surprised it's that. It, honestly, like. I, man, it wasn't even above a two and a half for me. If they, if that's just. If Edge was the edge of even when he came back two years ago, this could have been four. But this Edge, I just don't. It, he's working like uh, Ministry Taker. Yeah. Taker always works slow, right? Yep. But like Ministry Taker was like. Slow to the ridiculous degree. And that's what this is. And it's just like, damn, man. And then I guess he's got a Damian Priest. Yeah. It's the House of Bl- Edge, yeah, I'm calling it. the House of Edge, yeah. That da- Damian Priest and someone else will be joining so, yeah, me. For the last 10 seconds of the match, Damian Priest just decided to stay next to the ring for reasons. And, of course, it's WWE, so for reasons. He had to do just like he was watching a fucking monitor in the back. He was like, turned sideways. He was like sideways and looking over his shoulder to the fucking ring for some goddamn reason. Why somebody just can't stand straight in the WWE is beyond me. This match, yeah, whatever. Uh, the next match that got moved from night one to night two, Sheamus and Ridge with Child Butch defeats the New Day. Woods and Big E, uh, Woods and Kofi dress like Big E, uh, to you know, honor him uh, in a nice way. Uh, <laughs> one a nice tribute to this. A nice tribute. One minute and forty seconds. You, you know, wasn't a nice tribute though. They're continually showing the injury to <laughs> Big E the entire weekend. Watching Big E get spiked on his head lasted longer than the match like, itself. What are we doing? Why um, are you showing this? This sucked. Everything about it sucked except for them paying tribute to Big E. The match was terrible. At one point, Ridge took a flat back bump for no fucking reason. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> Kofi went to do, like, I think his Trouble in Paradise kick. It, it, there was somebody standing on the apron, so I thought he was aiming for him. Kofi was just did a, like, 180 clothesline because he jumped off the top turnbuckle, and we looked, and then Ridge is on the ground already. Because the guy in the, the – I thought he was aiming for the guy in the apron, and he Butch, missed. Butch. And then, the, you know, fucked up, hit flat back. We were like, what the shit just happened? I think it's pretty clear that Ridge Holland is not ready for the main roster. He is He's not, not ready for development. But he doesn't fit into NXT either, so yeah. I gave this a half a star. This was some shit. This was terrible. And, uh, they should have just cut it, dog. At this point, I was like, boy, this Sunday show is yep. circling the drain. Let's go to our next match. Is one Pat McAfee defeats Austin Theory. Uh, nine minutes, 40 seconds. Uh, McAfee comes out to... Uh, 
the White Stripes. Seven Nation Seven Army Nation with Army. the Dallas Cowgirls. Punt, punts of football into the crowd. Dude, he was over. Crowd was super was a, into it. It was a boss entrance. He's got star power. Yeah, he does. Um, Once again, he... I like the... I like the promo they did for him of the fact he's like, you know, they, they show the footage of him in 2017 wanting to become a pro wrestler and, wrestler and his dream was to do WrestleMania. The idea, like, this man took it serious. And again, he did almost the same stuff he did against against Adam Cole, like jumping up and hurting and all that stuff. But still. Unlike Gronk, you little pussy bitch. Impressive as hell. Every time I see anybody celebrity do it, like Bag Bunny or Logan Paul, I'm like, yeah, suck it, Gronk. <laughs> Uh, although this isn't a party pooper question, but it's a legitimate question. Are they close to having an issue with all these celebrity matches? Well, how they're better Depended workers. On than, it? They're better workers than more of their uh, yeah, wrestlers. Like, like how they're they're the matches are better and they're they're looking like better wrestlers than half the roster because they they let the superstars look fucking magnificent. While Chad Gable is meant to look like a fucking tool for eight years. Um so yeah, it's almost a problem. It's like it's a problem to the outsider. You get Logan Paul and fucking Johnny Knoxville are twice as good as anybody wrestling in those tag matches. Yeah, it's not what you want. That's not a good look. It's not what you want at all. I mean, this is one of those rare instances. A, a, a guy lost to an announcer. Yeah, and it's in the long run going to help his career, but that's that's weird. That that's not normal. Mm-hmm. It's not a good look. Well, then all of a sudden. Uh, one Pat McAfee challenges one Vince McMahon to a match, and we get a match of Mick, Vince McMahon defeating Pat oh, McAfee wow. in three minutes and 45 no, seconds. Match. It was something. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it a match. It was uh, the, McAfee the, taking the bumps for Vince. The bell rang, and then McAfee just propelled himself towards whatever appendage uh, was nearer to him. No. Um, but, of course, building to the spot we all knew was coming at that point. Yeah, I want you to run through that as well. Okay, sir. so uh, McMahon wins. Of course he does. <laughs> uh, three minutes and 45 seconds. McMahon. It's insane. He's lost in theory. He's a little, like, kind of spot. McMahon wins. They celebrate. They hit Austin Theory's music. Vince freaks out. <laughs> he forgot the spot. Forgot the spot. And then the glass breaks. And then Stone Cold comes out. Stone Cold then stuns Austin Theory, and Austin Theory may be up there for the number one spot for selling the stunner. Oh, I don't think it's maybe. Oh, it's, it's, I think it's the clubhouse it's the leader. Spot for me, <laughs> it's the clubhouse leader. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the spot of uh, McMahon and Austin. Austin's offering him uh, uh, beer, and yeah, you, they, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. You've been doing it for 20-plus years. It's been 25 years since 97 and that first stun. You'd think by now Vince would be like, you know what? He's going to stun me. This is what you do, Vince. You want to uh, just he's fall straight on your knees. He's offering me that beer, but he's uh, he, it's, it's that old rattlesnake. He's going to stun me. Well, Austin. Fell again. He does. Sort of. Austin stuns one Vince McMahon, and Vince just decides to fall on his quads. I don't think he could physically. I don't think he'd do the bump. Because, well, well hand, before we do it for the. Sorry. He kicks off. He kicks McMahon. McMahon <laughs> falls, falls down, gets up, stumbles backwards, and then Austin tries to complete the stun, which I should have. What I thought of what he should have done was grab McMahon. Hey, are you okay? Then stun him. You're probably right. I think what happened is he, when he went off the ropes, he tried to collect himself. 
but couldn't. Yeah. And went down, and Austin just went with it. Yeah. Um, but I can't really can't really get on him. He's 76. I'm Should not, a 76 year old dude take a good stunner? I'm not. <laughs> You know who found it wonderfully entertaining? Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he Nick was Foley. Nick Foley. a good old time. Nick Foley. Uh, it broke Austin. God, he completely God, he broke Austin. It broke Foley. Um, um, and then uh, Austin celebrates one with one. Pat McAfee. They drink a few beer. He gets stunned, and he doesn't. He sells it by just falling straight backwards, but spewing beer out of his mouth the entire way down. But the gift was a great sell. The gift that would be a gift for a long time is. Austin's posing in the ring, celebrating. Then they cut to Pat McAfee as he's by the announce table chugging a beer. Just laying down on the ground chugging he beer. He's trying to get his powers back by <laughs> chugging. Um, How do I rate this? All right, so and what? One thing I'll bring up with the McAfee match, I loved the first McAfee match. Uh, I loved Michael Cole selling. Oh, yeah, Michael Cole was all in. Getting up, standing the entire time. Anytime McAfee did an offensive move, uh, come on, Pat, come on. You know, I love that part. That was a great, a great touch to the match. Hey, they literally showed the whole match. Um, I gave it three. The theory McAfee match. Yeah, I gave it three. Um, I'm still not completely certain you wanted your color commentator on SmackDown to beat the only young guy you're trying to push, but you know. WWE, so they'll do WWE things. The other, uh, um, I generously gave it a quarter star, um, <laughs> mostly for the aftermath. Um, this, I know I'm going to be a party pooper, but this was straight up WCW 2000. It made uh, nothing they did that year was as over as this, mm-hmm. but just because something's over doesn't mean it's good. Uh, or good for business. The finger poke of doom was over. Yeah. Terrible for business. Yeah. Uh, this is, to me, this is much the same. Mm. Uh, all it showed was that the only guy in the ring that's actually an active wrestler who's theoretically going to make you money in the future was by far the least important of the four people. Um, and the only stars in the match were the two guys well north of 50. Um, that's, that's, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not good, the main event winner takes off the WWE championship and the universal championship. The greatest main event of all time. Biggest, the biggest, the biggest main event event of Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, which Roman wins. In 12 minutes and 15 seconds. Which you can't really blame them for calling it that since uh, they think apparently Hogan faced Andrew. So. Yeah, Andrew. That's giant. true. You know, as this was the... Andrew ever beat? Right? Uh, <laughs> as this was the third longest match of the night, as Knoxville and Zane went longer. This was not good. No, not this one This sucks, day. man. Their first two matches were good. This sucks. This was, to me, the equivalent of Cena and Rock at 29. The bell rang, the and they match. just started spamming finishers. That's what it was. It was yeah. suplex, 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 spear, Superman punch, Superman punch, Superman punch, suplex, suplex, spear. Uh, Plus, it went F5. home early. It went home way early. Because he fucking Brock, sometimes he gets so into it, he fucking hurt Roman with that Kimura. Mm-hmm. It looked a little, I was like, how do I put it? It looked a little legit during the night. I was like, I don't think that's supposed to go like that. And yeah. sure enough, they fucking went home right after that. Yeah. 
Because they did the Kimura, and then all of a sudden, Spear, one, two, three. And they're being, I don't know if they've said anything on here yet, but they're being very quiet right now as to how badly Roman might be hurt. Yeah. I don't think it's anything super duper serious. Yeah, because people, like, he dislocated his shoulder. I'm like, no, he's playing that in the, I think the Kimura might have hurt more than the, uh, the... It looks like a, an injury you would get while training for MMA. Like it's like a, like a right jiu-jitsu here. injury. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't in the shoulder. The, the, the swelling was like right here. They showed it on the yeah, yeah. the yeah what we just saw. So like, if I you don't. pull a tricep muscle, that'll, that'll do it. I thought this match sucked. It did. And uh, I gave it two and a half. It yeah. wasn't good, man. It was, I, I'll be honest, I got hyped in the beginning because of like Lesnar doing his own thing and all that. I'm like, okay, let's go. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's already, wait, it's over? And it's done. And it's done because they're moving on. We'll see what happens. It's got to be done because Roman is the heel won decisively with one spear. Yep. Yep. As as then we thought something might happen because they showed The Rock's wife and mother in the uh, crowd, but nothing for that. Because next year, we're going to Hollywood. I don't think he's going to do it. I think, I don't think he's going to be able to do it. Yeah. I think he's going to have some other goddamn action blockbuster, which, don't get me wrong, they make shit tons of money, but I kind of want to see some growth. (laughs) Can you do a drama? Can you do another comedy? You're good at that. We'll find out. Can we do like a a rom-com with The Rock? Sure, try a rom-com. That'd be awesome. Hey, whatever. Just do something different. So night one, better than night two. Night one was better than night two. Um, all in all, I had fun watching them both. Yeah, they were f- stupid fun. Um, Which at this point, like, I mean, I don't think WWE is capable of putting on a like a good like quality. So I just want to be entertained at this point. That's was, all I hope for. It was entertaining. Yeah. You know what was also entertaining for us? Our bracket. As we find out what was number one. What did the people vote for? Three two, right? Run it back down. Jesus Christ. So we had narrowed it down to the to to our eight choices for the for the top WrestleMania's, and they were WrestleMania fourteen, WrestleMania twenty two, WrestleMania thirty one, WrestleMania thirty, WrestleMania twenty four, WrestleMania seventeen, and when all said and done, we got to the finals, and it was WrestleMania three versus WrestleMania nineteen. And with 65% of the vote, and what I would call a mild upset, WrestleMania 19 is your winner for the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Now, before you give your thoughts, record real quick. I guess we were right. I mean, we did. We, we made it the number one we seed. We did make it yeah. so, one, it, it, so in the end, it proved us right. But three went on a run. But when three that, beat that, 17, that. I thought three would win the tournament. I thought three would win. Yeah, I mean, it, it got hot, so you kind of thought, you know, it's going to just roll, you know? Yeah, and it apparently ran into a bus on WrestleMania 19. Which, Full disclosure, I voted for three. Which, I was going to say, you watched both last week. I did. And I thought 19 was not a good show. You surprised me. Yeah. Because you are, and I quote, you hate 80s wrestling. Correct. This is accurate. Most 80s pop culture, to be honest. But uh, WrestleMania (laughs) 3 felt like a WrestleMania. I did, yes. WrestleMania 19 didn't in in most most parts of the card. Really? WrestleMania 3 is the first one 
that feels like what we know as a WrestleMania. Because, like, even though I, you know, I'm not a, a, I don't think Savage Team built a great match. Um, it felt like a WrestleMania match, and of course, Hogan Andre or sorry, Andrew. <laughs> We're talking about Andrew tripped himself. What a crazy, what a crazy backstory what a that weird. is. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Yeah, no, I'm, I was surprised. Nineteen one. I it, voted for three. And it won I, decisively. Uh, it wasn't especially close the entire week. Yeah, I. We, Who'd you we, go for? Three. Oh, we might be the only three that voted for three at this point. I'm beginning to think. Got to give that plucky underdog a. No. But yeah, well, crazy. We were wrong. We were wrong. Um, yeah, no, it it lost and. So overall, a uh, fun weekend for us all. 30, 40. Yeah. I had fun. I, uh... Do it again next year, right? Oh, they've already announced the GCW Collective. Could we get that Ukrainian center? Yeah. March 30th through the 1st. That's a cool look. That's uh, a cool venue. And then you know the fight will have their venue as well. And I'm guessing NXT, SmackDown, and Hall of Fame at the Staples Center. Uh, sir, it's Crypto.com Arena. Oh, is it now? To change yeah. again? Yeah, it's changed crypto. in February. So Crypto... Oh, that's going to take a while for me to not call Crypt. it Staples Center. Uh, everybody still calls it Staples Center. <laughs> yeah, it's a staple. Uh, crypto.com yes, Arena. Yes, dude, come no. on, man. What are we doing? I, I'm, I'm We're not. pretending Crypto's going to be around in 20 years. That's hilarious. It's kind of like Enron Field, huh? Yep. Ooh, shot the Minute... Was it Minute Maid Park? Minute Maid Park. Minute Maid Park. Yeah, is it still Minute Maid Park? Yes, it is. Is it really? I wow. think so. That's a long time for... Usually they change. Uh, they might have changed How it. is Hefty not the sponsor? Come on, guys. What are we doing? It should be Hefty. <laughs> God damn it. Would it be the... Uh... <laughs> hefty field? Oh, <laughs> uh, lead to do it. He's not even holding his own belts. That's not a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, No, Paul's holding both belts. He's so... not holding the belt. And the one yeah, arm is... Made. Then the one arm so. is staying straight to his side. So... Uh, this could have. This could be bad. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh you. Oh. Before we wrap it up, Joe. Oh, do you Bef- Yes. They did announce a match for Pow Pro Wrestling. The WrestleFest. Oh, did they, you guys see Triple Threat. The El Fantasmo versus Tyus Alexander versus either John uh, Fatu or Bandito. Yep. So like. That's going to be fun, too. Ooh, Spoiler. Yeah. But, uh, that's what we think. That's awesome. However, He's I, pain. I was actually going to talk to you about that. I saw it just real quickly scrolling over the weekend, right? I can't find it anywhere online now. Twitter or Facebook. What? That match. No. I can't oh. find the announcement anywhere. Uh-oh. Because I looked. I was like, I'm like, what's that match I saw? They announced one today, so which is six see, man. I didn't see the triple threat. I just saw Titus and Phantasmo. Yeah, they're in the but it's they're tricky because the there's a little tiny photo of the match between Fatu and Bandino in the middle, and it says the winner of this title match will defend against these two. Um, but there's a six man announced today with uh, I believe it's Jaden the C4 against um, their West Coast Pro Wrestlers. It's a six man team, but I don't remember the name of the the. Conglomerate. Conglomerate. Thank you, Thank you. The voice of God in. has said. So. Yes, that match is announced. So if you haven't got tickets yet, guys, what the hell yeah. are you doing? Get tickets I now, mean, April twenty third. Twenty third. Get your tickets now. Uh, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com. We can find all of our podcasts and everything that we do for you. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can right go. Yeah. You can go to Spotify and. You, to listen to all of our podcasts. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever 
You listen to your podcast.